0: Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman, and here with me today are Jimmy Bellikoff, Matt Visual, and Jordan underneath. And I don't know about you guys, I'm feeling fantastic, but, but then let's know about you guys. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good today. Yeah, yeah. All right? I'm tired
1: ah. but good. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I guess it sucks that that you're tired because I feel super energetic and ready to just like take on the world because today is number two of the second day of the rest of my whole life living with this fancy new PS4 that I got. (laughs) Um, It's given me a lot of bullshit so far, though. I'm, uh, I'm a little melancholy about it. Is it a like little, uh, like Wii U
2: type BS or
0: just no, regular no, BS? No, more BS than the Wii U because there Whoa. aren't awesome games on it yet. Damn, and Ooh. you remember when when we went through the really long, exhausting setup process for the Wii U? It took like two and a half hours to get it hooked up and going, right? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. The PS4, on the other hand, takes like eh, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes to get up and get going and make your profile and everything. Except I also spent the whole day installing a new TV because my old TV wouldn't support it. So I- I'm not going to like factor that into the equation. Like like the uh-huh. system update process is much much faster than the Wii U. But the thing is, I bought the bundle, the Last of Us bundle. And the game's not on a disc. It's on a uh, a digital download. And it's 40 gigabytes, which means you effectively... I I ended up waiting longer to get going with this thing than the Wii U. I hate that, dude. Because that really big-ass download ended up making up all the difference. And even then, like, it's not... I I played a few hours of it before on the PS3 version, and I know it's not my jam. And I know I'm, like, tired of this kind of game by now. And well, I... Last um, of Us? Yeah, The Last of Us. Like like okay. a third-person stealth over-the-shoulder oh, well, we shooter with it. light stealth and light crafting elements. It's not my favorite. So I I get I got started on it. I sat down. I was really super excited to play fancy new games on my fancy new video game player. And it turns out I have to download a 40 gigabyte thing. So I go take a shower. I make some food. I get some chores done. And it's like ten percent done. Uh, Is it your
2: download speed that's slow, or the PSN network?
0: I guess both. Like I don't know. Like it's a forty gigabyte game, so it's bigger than most anything I download on on Steam through piece on a PC game, and yet it uh, still downloads slower than what I'm used to. And I noticed that when I was, was downloading the Metroid Prime trilogy for Wii U, it was also going extremely slowly. Like there was something like a five hour download time for that seven gigabyte game. And I don't know if it's just that, um, the console download servers, I don't know the science, I'll just call it the network infrastructure for these machines is slower (laughs) than, than what, whatever steam's rolling with or whatnot. It certainly feels like it, but it's just like, it was sad because I remember when I got my PS2, I skipped PS3, but I remember Uh when I got the PS2, I had a demo disc that I played for like a couple days and enjoyed myself just fine with that right out of the box. And oh. I just like hate the thought of kids at Christmas getting super excited about these big dumb stupid video game consoles and then spending it all of if not at, at least most of their first day with it just waiting on shit to download because the yeah. same thing happened with the Wii U. It, it was even worse on the PS4 for different reasons. I guess if I had a game on a disc it wouldn't be so bad but I mean like it's a bundle.
3: It well, came I mean, with even, a game.
4: Even on discs, don't uh, don't PS4 <laughs> still need to install the game?
0: Mm, maybe. I, uh, I have yeah, yeah. to see that Xbox it's- does that. For sure. Xbox does that. Okay. For sure, yeah. Well, yeah, because I haven't actually tried to play a game off of a disc just yet, so I don't really know the fully process. Like, it's day two of the rest of my life.
4: Um, I've, Yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now, because I haven't used the PlayStation system in fucking forever. But from what I know, when you get a new game on a PlayStation console, at least three or four... Um, almost positive on four. You have to like put the disc in, and then it like installs the part of the game that you can play, and then okay. you can play it. Well, at least you but can play it like...
0: after like a short installation period, instead of a long, huge download that cuts into your like bandwidth caps. If if you have <laughs> the same internet company most Americans in the world have, which is Comcast. Um, hey, but at least coast, at least is.
4: the FCC ruled that internet That's is a utility now. utility. Yeah. Well, I mean. So, well, that, that
0: could mean great things. I don't think that will mean the end of bandwidth caps, though, which are fairly new in the American market. And yeah, like I, but spreading around I don't around really Georgia. know what we can do. Like, I don't have a choice. It's either in my apartment building. I can't. <laughs> I can't wire it up to any other service. Even when Google yeah. Fiber gets rolling nope. in Atlanta, where okay. I'm, I'm specifically, Matt might be in better luck because he's in a house. But that's I, the I know same I'll thing I'll that happened in my own place. It. I only could get Comcast. Yeah, we, I can only have, get uh, Time Warner Cable in my current apartment. We have Oof. a choice, technically, between AT&T and Comcast, but even then, like, the AT&T is clearly the inferior option, even yeah. as awful as Comcast Absolutely. is, like, the speeds just don't match up for DSL versus Cable. Anyways, the way around it like, is business class, by the way. That's the way But then you gotta, gotta pay ironic. more. You have to pay a lot more. A lot more. A
2: lot Not more, just yeah, a and bit. I don't
0: want to pay a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, the the console's giving me a whole lot of bullshit, because even then, after I get past the download thing, I find out that I had it upside down for the first day, because it's Mm. built to be perfectly symmetrical. I also find out that you are supposed to buy a $20 vertical stand for it, whereas the Wii U comes with those little rubbery, plasticky feet... Like yeah, the little yeah. nubs that you stick on the bottom to stand it up. Yeah. Um, the PS4 is built so that it's perfectly flat on both the top and bottom ends and perfectly symmetrical on the top and bottom ends. You can stand it up just fine without a stand, but after Googling it really quickly and finding some stuff on the forums, it's uh, it apparently is not how the thing was intended to circulate heat. There's a mm-hmm. vent on the top and bottom that you are not supposed to block. So what you do is you buy a stand that uh, props that vent up and gives it some breathing room. Room and after owning an Xbox 360 that broke on me twice, I'm really paranoid about heat-related yeah. issues in game <laughs> consoles. So I went out and I bought a $20 stand. For the first <laughs> night, I used NES cartridges to keep it propped up above the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I downloaded... One game for an entire evening. I downloaded some other demos. I downloaded a Destiny demo, which turns out to be the full game, but with a uh, trial level cap set to level 7, which also took about two days to download the whole thing, because that was also 40 gigabytes, and I didn't want to sit there in front of my face and and wait to play it. Um, Mm -hmm. The Last of Us plays fine. It looks great. It runs uh, great. It's, I guess... I don't know <laughs> Ooh, but it's, you know, it's, it's not my okay. jam yeah we are and uh, uh, I downloaded the thief demo you know you know thief 4 yeah thief 2 spooky for me that, that game <laughs> that game that was like <laughs> oh, it's out and
4: everyone was like hooray and then like absolutely nobody ever talked about it again for the rest of eternity well it was I, like
0: a rushed reboot yeah, to I cash only heard in on Dishonored though. kind of yeah
2: I it didn't get I, reviewed I, very highly I definitely want to talk about the last one, but the, for the Thief demo, um, I downloaded on uh, my Xbox when I first mm-hmm. got it, and there's a section where I just, I'm just blocked. i just blocked. I just don't know what to do. I, have you run in into that wall I think before? I know
0: exactly what you're talking about. It, 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 it seems to want you to shoot a rope arrow at something to right. climb up in the very beginning in the first room of the demo, and the thing is, you're going to hate me, and you're going to hate this. Okay. Right up above you, where you get the prompt to select your rope arrow, is a context sensitive plank that glows purple directly above your character's head, like at literal a zero degree angle. You have to pull the stick all the way up to see this thing that you shoot a rope arrow at that you use to climb up oh a ledge and move forward. Gosh. And the rope arrows only work on context sensitive, glowy purple planks. Uh, <laughs> that and is like. That is like the biggest bummer. Oh
4: my gosh. Grappling
0: hooks. Oh, they're only for grappling Yeah, hook you have a, a sweet little <laughs> grappling hook gadget that only works on soft pieces of, of metal grating that glows purple in very yeah. particular areas. You have rope arrows that you can shoot at, at a piece of wood that drops down a piece of rope that you climb up, but it only works on particular pieces of wood that glow purple. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, a hilarious juxtaposition to see this character who's supposed to be a super versatile, agile thief with a bunch of... um. Movement and navigational tools that only work in in the most limited of ways. They might not even as well be in your inventory. No, this uh, this mm-hmm. grappling hook
1: problem is something that feels like an eternal problem that's been bugging me since I first started playing <laughs> video games as a child. It yeah, can't because only
0: <laughs> so few games can do it, and even the ones that like do give you a fair degree of freedom with it, there is going to be jank involved. Because well, then like, the player is going to like access areas they're not supposed to, <laughs> or areas that they just can't—they just can't make the entirety of the whole world, not just the map, look pretty. So there's like 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 just cause actually kind of had a nice workaround for it. Yeah, but, um, but even then in that game, there's a shitload of copy-pasting going on. My favorite one
4: actually was. Have you guys played uh 007 Nightfire on GameCube? Yes, yes where actually. you can like
0: Spider-Man
4: around yeah, the ceiling. It's, it's only multiplayer though. In the in the single player, it, nope, the grappling not single hook player. is very context <laughs> yeah. sensitive. It's very like you just can't stand win. in front of this gap. Now the grappling hook is available to use. Like it's not even like aim and shoot. It's like this is the part where you hit the button and then you grappling hook. Uh, but in multiplayer, you can grappling hook everything. Literally everything Ugh. anything you want and it's so it, funny kind of fun. Yeah, yeah Because we play matches where it's like all right everybody gets grappling hook everybody gets photon launcher <laughs> and we play on that like that like square building dock and everybody just like grapples around and tries to dodge rockets and that was like a ton of fun but like, nightfire
0: was yeah. way more fun than it had any right to be
4: yeah a lot of people it's really overlooked because of of how iconic goldeneye was but nightfire's multiplayer was fun as heck plus I, it had an odd job with the homing hat and that <laughs> shit was fucking hilarious
0: and bots
4: bots yeah, are kind of bots, a, that's uh, a right, lost it had art. ai
0: like yeah. decent AI, people tend to forget about bots these days because of um, it's so much easier to hook it up to online. But right. you know, now you also have to pay a fee to play your games on the internet, which is yeah. something that still cracks me up. Ha <laughs> ha, console peasants. But whatever, <laughs> I um, I, I miss bots because sometimes you don't want to pay a fee <laughs> to play the the second half of an entire game's yeah. feature list. You know, right? Uh. But yeah, the the thief demo, on top of being kind of a shoddy game, it also I, I just like hated seeing this four hundred dollar high-tech cutting edge device that I bought have frame drops in a game mm. that looks like that and on a like demo? runs at a peak of thirty frames per second. Yeah, the thief demo, which doesn't wow. even look super great. Like going from Last of Us to Thief, it, it felt almost like a downgrade, even though I think technically Well, also, The Last of Us is running in 1080p and 60 frames per second, so I don't know. I don't know. It just... Mm. It it also looks good. The levels are built beautifully, and in Thief, I I don't... Maybe the the texture on the wood grains has slightly higher resolutions, but it's still not not as much of a looker, and and it dropped below 30 very, very noticeably. Like, I just... I couldn't stand even, like, looking around with a controller stick. It felt so (laughs) stiff and uneven. And, um... I, the sound mixing in Thief is also infamously bad and it got me really paranoid about my speaker setup hmm. and as it turns out I had my left and right speakers on the wrong side of the room. <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. It was just like a list of after because c- I completely broke down my living room and put it back together again for this console because I was installing a new TV and I wanted to take the opportunity to manage my wires and if you uh, follow my Twitter at all you'll see a horrifying nightmare picture of what my wires look like. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It looks like... I liked one comment I got on it that said, The Matrix for ants. Yeah. (laughs) Or or mice, it was. Like, if a mice crawls through there, they pretty much dropped into the city of Zion or something. Yeah, It's great. Uh, But, um... I also played the Destiny demo. There aren't a lot of demos for exclusives that seem that worth checking out on the PlayStation Store. All of the games on Metacritic that are rated above 90 on uh PlayStation 4 are either multiplatform or remasters from last gen. There are no good exclusives for nope. the PS4 yet. And and I'm like kind it's of holding sad. out for Bloodborne. <laughs> Bloodborne. I feel like man I this feel like coming. this console is is gonna be When is it coming? Should be might be the dominant one of this next generation, which is I guess why it's good to pick it up early and be prepared for that shit. But right now it's it's just kinda sad. March twenty fourth. I wanna play <laughs> Rezo Gun. Maybe maybe that'll get my hopes up, but so you far s- I'm not feeling the magic. Like it's also amazing <laughs> Matt, you remember that day when I got the Wii U? It it was a little pain to set up, but once we got going, we had fun. We played like four at minimum different games that were all very fun. We got we got people over in the house, we were all laughing, rollicking, frolicking, having a merry good time and And we played fancy new games on the fancy new video game machine.
2: It, it's so drastically and... <laughs> different from getting like another console. like it's the same thing mm-hmm. when I got the Wii U and I played the Xbox one. I had the Xbox one before, and I couldn't do much with my wife other than like Rayman Legends, which I had already. Mm-hmm. and then when I got the Wii U, it's just like days, weeks, months of fun.
0: yeah, like it doesn't the, start. First, the first day of having a Wii U was. a a jolly good time the first day of having a ps4 was full of bullshit
4: (laughs) (laughs) you know what's interesting too is just like I, i guess it's something that's obvious but i never really like consciously think about it but when you mentioned that like not many consoles that are not nintendo or like i mean not many anything that isn't nintendo pc included has like a local experience like ready to go yeah, not many. Not like pretty much nobody is building for that anymore. With this, with like exception of like a few few games making those like brawler games, like mm-hmm. uh, Duck Game and like Samurai Gun, Towerfall. There, like, those there are, like, really well might actually local.
0: be better options for local co-op on PC because then you don't have to buy a sixty-dollar controller for everyone. Right. You can you can use right. your existing console controllers on PC fairly yeah. easily, and but I mean and, and like, your old controllers from like ten
4: years ago. I mean, like, big games, like, aside from, I guess, I would say, like, the ones that come, come up off the top of my head are, like, uh, Halo, but that was more towards, like, Halo 3, not as much recently. Yeah. Um, stuff like that had some, like, cool co-op, like, built into the campaign and everything, but, like, if it's not Nintendo, I just feel like it's nobody cares about living room experience anymore, which is still, like, a pretty big thing, as far as I can tell. Like, I mean, I still have friends over semi-regularly. We play Smash. We play Mario Kart and
0: all that yeah. jazz. I have friends over every weekend, and we play games, and um, it's always been on the Wii U, and, like, that thing has well already, like, gotten its worth. Yeah, it's gotten mileage. I've been playing it to death. Even when I'm not playing the, like, clusterfuck local multiplayer games on the weekends (laughs) with friends, I'm playing Metroid (laughs) Prime on it with uh, wacky new motion controls that I didn't see before, and it's... uh, I don't know. Once I finish The Last of Us, I guess I'll move on to Bloodborne on the PS4, but I don't see what else is there for me at the moment. Yeah. Like Last I tried out the Destiny us. demo. Have have you guys played Destiny? Yeah. I, have. I, haven't. I wish I had. Who has? Did someone me. say? Me. Okay. Um Matt. I I wanted to like it. it but I couldn't. Even in like the first ninety minutes that I played on the trial, it was like the soullessness, the repetition, the uh, <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Not procedurally generated game, but, like, very procedurally kind of, um... What's what's the word I'm looking for? Like, procedurally, methodical, I just wanted to soulless, phoned-in design of the thing is, like, very visible. <laughs> All
4: right. I, I don't think it's...
0: Procedurally developed? Yeah, yeah. That Why didn't
2: <laughs> I... I don't know. That's I don't think it's, thing. like... I didn't think it was, like, terrible bad when I, was, when I was playing it in beta. Like, back in beta, before, like, everyone, like, tore it apart, I... My impression of it was I really liked the combat. You know, I like the whole combat with that. But the thing I is like it feels like it's it's the same reason I don't play Borderlands. It's the same reason I don't play It's a grind. it's 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 a grind, it's the grind I don't like. It's it feels like it's just gonna get old eventually. Kind of and like what grind, people feel about MMOs. Like it just that, kind of gets
0: old and you're like, Okay, why did I buy this? That design for the grind, it like completely kills the world building for me. Like, it has this amazing soundtrack that just, like, kind of digs at the wondrous, wacky space adventures you may go on. And and this great first cutscene shows astronauts on Mars finding a sentient space orb that magically Mm -hmm. evolves humanity to the next stage. And it's, like, really weird, wacky. It seems like it's set up with a lot of promise. But then the game starts, and you kind of run through what a very... Very evidently feels like, like an instance of just, um, I I keep wanting to use the word procedural. Maybe I should say methodical, methodically uh-huh. leveled enemies thrown into this blender of a room. Right. Then you go off to a kind of like peaceful hub world and these characters that you think could shed some great light about the lore and the world that they had set up. They kind of they're MMO characters. They they have little mm-hmm. nameplates above their head, some mm-hmm. some name tags that say hi, my name is Right. Balthazar Thor King. Uh-huh. and then in parentheses <laughs> it'll say weaponsmith so you won't forget who or what they are rather than them like having an introduction and a build up and a personality you you click on them their their head is on one side of the screen their text bubble is on the other side it's very impersonal mm-hmm. you you shop at a store in destiny in the same screen that your character inventory screen uh, displays throughout the whole game. It's it's of a similar design and flavor. You know it just what? like kills the mood of the immersion.
1: This was my mm-hmm. problem with Rage, which was like the yeah, last Id Software. Game. Yeah,
0: that did that too. I wanted to I, just, I, really, uh, I wanted to make a it,
1: video about Rage and call it "You Have No Personality," and then talk about how Id Software <laughs> just like gave it up for making something that might make a bunch of money and be addicting to people who don't.
0: I don't know. Want any substance in it? It just felt like totally bland and and it's like hard for me to really pinpoint why i should really like write it down someday and try to articulate it better but (laughs) i i love the bethesda rpgs Mm -hmm. like especially fallout new vegas that's one of my favorite games of all time but like where where and what is the line like why did i feel like that game had loads of personality in a believable world but mm. when i play something like borderlands or diablo or rage or in, th- in this newest case destiny i just like I-, I feel like everything's so fake and artificial like well, what well, does it is it the interface does does having your characters mm, hit no, boy like world. a piece of in-game equipment it's being your interface make it that big difference i
1: think uh, with rage and borderlands the difference is actually mm-hmm. quite opposite With Borderlands, they tried to give everyone a really good personality and then just didn't write anything But they talked through
0: text bubbles.
1: Well, yeah, but they also didn't write anything. Like, they have nothing to say, yet they have this, like, dramatic introduction for each character with all this brimming personality and then nothing, like, no story. I guess I never noticed that before. Which they improved on in Borderlands 2. But, um, as far as Rage, like, all the characters are just empty, lifeless vessels with... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. They're all like robots. Like if the end of the game revealed that they hmm. were all robots and you were the only human, I would not be surprised. Maybe
0: <laughs> it's the difference between like when you accept a quest in Skyrim or Fallout or whatever, you like look a character in the face and you say, "Yes, I accept this quest," as part of the same dialogue tree you have all the other options for. And in Borderlands when you do that, you kind of like click on them and a box pops up that that very cleanly displays your incentives. Rather than your incentives kind of being written into their dialogue, like, it'll list rewards, experience, the leveling of the quest, do you accept or deny, as, like, kind of a spreadsheet rather than part of the dialogue tree. mm mm-hmm. and, and once I see that, I just, like, it, it takes me completely out of the game. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this is... This is really abstract and not immersive.
1: Well, in Fallout <laughs> 3, uh, not only gave personality to each and every character, but took a lot of time to write for each and every character. A, a bunch exactly. of dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it cared about its world, which is really... that's I don't know. It's Fallout 3 is a pretty... I don't want to call it an anomaly, but it did everything right, in my opinion. Fallout 3 uh, more was... more of a
0: New Vegas guy, but
4: I, I still like Fallout 3. I mean, I, I feel like... I I don't want to be like that guy because I pretty much hate the <laughs> argument sorry. where it's. No, I, I just don't want to be that guy who's like, well, you can't like Mario Sunshine unless you like Mario 64. Because, like, I don't really <laughs> like Mario 64, but I love Sunshine. But, like, <laughs> I feel that. like in order to love New Vegas, you have to give, like, at least a tiny bit of credit to like the success of Fallout 3. Well, showing oh yeah. that
0: they Vegas could feels make it almost it would like not have expansion. existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, to me, yeah. though, it's like the Majora's Mask to Fallout 3's Ocarina of Time. Like, a uh... lot of reused assets, very quick development cycle, a lot of jank that resulted, but some very, very unique and cool things going on in there that the first one just, like, did not even come near touching.
4: I don't oh know. I, I don't see New Vegas... Well, okay, here's the thing. I like New Vegas's <laughs> physical world much more, because um, I felt like... The wasteland in in Fallout Three was very boring.
0: It's it's underdeveloped in comparison. It's, it's like, like you can follow the power lines and the water pipes to individual houses in New Vegas, and and in yeah. Fallout Three, like there's just not that level of I don't want to say detail. Like uh, on, a, on one hand, the areas in Fallout Three look better, but they don't seem as um well thought out from like a lore writing world building perspective.
4: Right. It just feels like like. You can walk in any direction in New Vegas and you'll find something interesting, but if you walk in any direction in Fallout 3, you'll find pretty much nothing.
1: I don't know, the emptiness was kind of what, like, absorbed me into Fallout 3, and kind of, it was the connection I had with it. I feel like it took just,
0: it took it just Uh, too far. We can go on for days. (laughs) We could.
1: Jordan, every time
2: you say something about emptiness and loneliness, everything, I just look at your picture with the empty (laughs) eyes,
0: and it just, I just crack up every single time. I, I hear the jingle in my head. Oh, yeah. The Jordan Underneath jingle.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Fallout 3, like, it, it was so... <laughs> I'm gonna, like, use keywords. Keywords. Like, I was about to say, it was so dark to me in comparison to Fallout and New right, Vegas.
0: Right, right. New Vegas has lonely is it darker? <laughs> New Vegas has, like, no good guys. Yeah, but it wasn't lonely Fallout 3 enough. is, like, it's... New Vegas is way more, like, nihilistic and... and... Uh,
4: I don't know I, I could I could
0: vouch for Jordan I think that New Vegas is a little goofier it is goofier it it's has goofier more because too. okay like like I think there was an extra credits video that talked about like quote unquote maturity uh-huh. and how like some of the games that, that James, that, that he, the narrator, would consider mature, uh-huh. like, still have an element of humor to them. Right. Like, in Max Payne 2 compared to 3, I still haven't played 3, but he said in Max Payne 3, Max Payne, like, doesn't make jokes and the characters don't make jokes. And in Max Payne 1 and 2, you can, like, stumble across these wacky TV soap operas that, that just, like, completely camp up the mood of the thing. There's uh-huh. there's this whole arc involving a character getting stuck in a wacky mascot costume that involves a lot of, like, physical body comedy uh-huh. And that, um, like, not having a joke every now and then ends up making your thing not necessarily look mature so much as, like, childishly hard-boiled. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. So so the goofiness, I think, adds something is what I'm trying well, to say. Well, but, like, that's
4: the thing, though, is Fallout 3 is goofy. It's not that it's, like, dark because it yeah, doesn't it's still have Fallout. jokes. I'm just
0: saying, like, I feel like it...
4: it New Vegas maybe crosses that line a little bit
0: more. Not that it's a bad thing. New Vegas is more surreal, I would say, much in the same way Majora's Mask was. Like, in the middle of the post-apocalyptic, oh, gonna be, gonna be sun-scorched, for a while. bleached desert <laughs> is a pocket of fairly clean, modern, well-kept casinos that were completely excluded from the horrifying apocalypse it's, it's of the like, rest of the world. It's like surreal. It's brilliant. It's surreal. Yeah, yeah it I is. No, in
1: like... The the weakest way. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, okay, no, not no. the weakest
4: way. In <laughs> <Roasted>. the uh...
0: <laughs> Just, just
4: crushed
0: <laughs> like there's one side of the city where people are living in abject poverty like their kids chasing around rats for dinner and then you walk through some gates after paying a two thousand dollar fee to go to the rich part of town and and people are like wearing suits and clean restaurants that are fully serviced and nothing in the fallout universe looks like that at all and it uh it's it's surreal i guess oh, i guess you know what
1: i did like from fallout new vegas there was a little town called Andale, <laughs> and it was a, uh, it, it like it was totally normal on the outside, but everyone act, acts really stoic. And then if you explore the town and start talking to everyone, you find out they're all cannibals. Oh, and then it's like the creepiest right. setting in all franchise. Well, maybe maybe I don't know. There's a lot of creepy places in Fallout Three too.
0: I mean, the... I yeah. really liked the the Dunwich building in Fallout Three. I don't remember that but one. You, do you guys Dunwich. find the Dunwich building? Maybe. That's what's really I mean, cool about these games. You could talk about stuff other people who also played it to death might not have seen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it,
4: it's very likely that
0: I have seen this thing. I just don't remember off the top of my head by name. You you discover a Necronomicon-type Lovecraftian plot twist in the basement of this building, and there's a lot of um, yes, cool environmental storytelling on your way there. I do remember that. It's a yeah. good one. Yeah, <laughs> no, like I like both games. Don't get me wrong, but we're like having a classic. Like this is the Cold War of the internet. <laughs> Which Fallout was better, Three or New Vegas? Like we'll ne- we'll never end. This is the left v right debate.
1: Conversations they make me feel like a kid again. <laughs> well,
0: we're gonna have to like move on at some point i guess disclaimer though i i don't know if we'll get to news this week because not a lot of stuff happened believe yeah, it or not it seems like uh everyone kind of kind of used up their energy for um gdc and then a few days later pax and uh yeah they're i, I don't know i i was i was playing so many games this week that i was kind of just hoping to have a lot of s- comfy small talk like this Let's some, yeah, some so casual I a lot of this personable I'm yeah, with yeah. This. I'm cool. Uh, with what, this. what games did you play this week, Matt? Oh, okay. So I played. Oh, I
2: finished Ori and the Blind Forest, which was a Ooh. fantastic game. Uh, I don't know much about it other about than it. it looks pretty. It's like Guacamelee and like Disney
0: and and uh, Metroid smashed together. Like it's so, so like. What Guacamelee was to to luchador style, this is to like Disney. It, it, it's it, well, it, it's like one of those
2: worlds that you know they make up and it's all fantasy like i guess right. you can you know and you know you play as this little light which is kind of like a leaf of a tree it's gonna be really weird to explain this forget <laughs> about the story because i don't know i don't know if i necessarily like the story that much it's okay hmm. it does yeah, it's, its, job, it's a video game story it mm. does a job but the gameplay and the feels with the characters the feels. <laughs> oh my gosh it it was man it, i haven't enjoyed a game game like that in a while um but i also played the last of us and that's why i got all giddy when i saw this um oh, wait, my friend wait, came wait. over are you are you a fan
0: or a hater no. oh because oh, i know oh. which camp
2: i'm in oh uh, uh, my friend came over he has the same mm-hmm. bundle you have uh, he bought it a while back okay. so he comes over and he brings his ps4 and we play some games he wanted mm-hmm. he also waited two days for that to download mm-hmm. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. He wants me it to play. It should be illegal. Just like the old days, yeah. <laughs> just just like the old days. Uh you know, we used to we were couch buddies and we'll just sit down and we, each each of us will play it, a game it, or whatever. anyways. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So anyways. I, I play I play Last of Us. Uh you were rambling like for two hours. Okay. So you could <laughs> sit down and listen to me. <laughs> um, Dang. And so we we're playing Last of Us. This this I this is my second time going through. We were just laughing the whole entire time and how <laughs> How how immersive this game is? Okay, mm-hmm. immersive? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, immersive. Yeah, yeah, fairly immersive. You you know when you you're not supposed to make any sounds or the clickers will get you. But then you see Ellie just run right in front
0: of them and oh, bump into the guy. So immersive is in quotes here. Yes, yeah.
2: yes. It's <laughs> sarcasm. Oh my gosh, it's so it's we just laughed the entire
0: time, so we couldn't take like it's we couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> Have you ever gotten to a point where you walk? Home you, you turn around and you see your buddies behind you, and then you walk forward around a corner, and they're around the corner. Yes, uh,
2: yes. That's happened to me twice that. so
0: far, oh, and man. it completely kills the mood. It kills... That's it, like Sonic it, Boom right there. It, <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it really is Well, it's kills no me. Sonic Boom, but this game has gotten, like, keeps of praise and whatnot. Oh, and, yeah, like, 10 out of 10. Unless it's a <laughs> fucking flawless game, like, those scores actually kind of make it worse because Aww. the whole time you're trying to like vindicate all of the praise this thing the, got the thing right. is which is makes it like even near harder 10. for me to take in
2: it's not even near a 10. like yes the story is good but like the the ai the combat like every everything is just like eh but the story the, is good and the graphics look oh there's know. there's
0: one video I made about quiet time about like action stopping and having immersive little moments of pacing for you to kind of catch your breath and, and yep. engage in some world building or environmental storytelling and this game does that super duper well so I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd be a horrible hypocrite for complaining maybe I'll just say there's too much <sighs> quiet time like too. it puts me to sleep I, I got drowsy and went to bed the first day <laughs> I played it because like quiet slow stealth game with little to no music is uh is being punctuated by voice acting that is very mumbly and low-key and it literally it just it is such a lethargic experience i get bored and i want to go to sleep and i'm not like that when i play most games disclaimer though i'm
2: comparing uh last of us to their other games i'm comparing it to uncharted okay although i played an uncharted and whole those time. games are good like simple simple combat but because it's con- you're constantly moving they're constantly changing stuff up you don't even realize how simple it is like you're just experiencing the game which is how it should be with in this it, it's just like uh, no, like it's simple but then i i don't know with with all the it feels like it was a little bit lazy in there like he, he, all the puzzles Dang. require you looking for a ladder and putting it up putting up a plank uh to get across a building then there's always some type of wood for ellie to jump on in the water for her to, like it's just like so so basic it's so basic that how how people don't realize these things how is this like there's no innovation there it's just it's just the same old puzzles because over games- and over
0: again Games that have really good writing and acting and world building that also be over oh, and done play? with in What's like twelve hours get window. really good reviews. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like how I heard your voice kind of go out the window. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. Oh god. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting because when you put it like that, it feels like people are it, judging it games well.
4: like their movies more than like their games. Oh, they definitely. But, judge I mean, it as a like movie. the
0: gameplay is there. Like it has a stealth system. And shooting, I guess it's hard to tell because you have like six bullets at the most at any given time. I mean, I gotta say, you're really you're
4: really convincing me that this game is great by saying that the gameplay is there. It's you know, there. It's and it's
0: in the game. Gameplay really is exists, there, <laughs> and it's also written and acted really well, mm-hmm. which yeah, is very it, it, well. like better than most any game that I think I've played. But like if if it's it's the kind of acting that also happens to coincidentally want me to go to sleep because it's really quiet mumbly acting which is like convincing Mm -hmm. like that that is convincing that's kind of how people talk when they're alone in a room together they just like sarcastically mumble at each other and and i'm like wow the characters in this game are kind of convincing i want to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i I definitely
2: that's that's one thing that was a redeeming factor like every time there was a scene like me and him would like like oh man this is really good and then we go to the combat and it's just like oh i forgot you know it's just (laughs) the same old like you you'll just see ellie just run in front of you after she's like shh shh shh, we have to be quiet and then she just like runs to cover and it's just like what are you doing and then like (laughs) this is seen in the beginning where the the spotlight it's supposed to be. um, You're supposed to run away mm. from the spotlight and not get. You caught. can get caught you, by that spotlight and yeah, nothing will happen. Yeah, and nothing will happen. And it's just like, is this supposed to be tense? Is this supposed to be tense? No, it's it's not <laughs> tense, guys. You're, you're it's you're, tense out of
0: ten. Yeah. Oh, uh, No. George. Oh uh, gosh, George. Yeah. Okay. George. St- I came into this game from Hotline Miami 2, which Ooh, I was having a blast with. Dang, I, I played forgot three hours what of it. fun was until oh, so good. And and like you know, it has an interesting story that you can click through. You don't have to wait for mumbly voice actors to deliver their lines because since it is text, which I was complaining about earlier. But I mean, it's like a 2D game. Whatever, it's not very hey. immersive in the first place. You can click through the story. You can kind of decide how immersed and how much you want to care about it at the pace of your clicks. And you also have, like, really super fun combat with aesthetics that are just, like, over the top to the extreme. Mm -hmm. It's, like, as polar fucking opposite of The Last of Us as you can get on the level that they're both games about, like, shooting and killing stuff. (laughs) And I I just, like... (sighs) I was having way more fun with this, like, cheap little low-budget borderline indie hotline Miami 2 than I was the, the 10 out of 10 cinematic A masterpiece.
4: Yeah.
1: It was I The mean, Last
0: of Us, and that made me sad. Did this- I do find it funny
4: that uh, that you're like, oh, yeah, I'm falling asleep, I'm falling asleep. And then you said, "Well, I came right out of Hotline Miami, the like." Uh, and then I would the go back
0: to playing Hotline, Hotline right. and I would wake up and I'd be like, "Oh wow, I still have like four hours left in me tonight. I should not go to bed just yet. I still have Hotline Miami to play."
1: Right, but Hotline like the comparison like of drugs. like
4: like the twitchiest, like hyper neon, like <laughs> crazy quick <laughs> yeah, shoot 'em up, twitchy versus
0: versus like the last of us. Like, of course, you're gonna feel like you're falling asleep. It's it's versus stealth gameplay that um you just kind of like hold a direction and uh very very lightly and yeah, hopefully very that things go your way rather than twitching it. back and forth at little precise intervals at a very fast pace it's the polar fucking opposite George did you uh, yeah. did you understand the story i feel like i'm an idiot and i just like don't
2: understand what's going on with it like i do Uh-oh. get some of the like like you know the detective
0: and the the, the detective the, oh yeah. and hotline miami too yeah, yeah. i thought you were talking about the last yeah, one like i was some like, of like, the, the last d- of us super easy to understand you know, hotline miami 2 is really dense you just uh, have to keep track of faces, times, and characters, faces and arcs all at once. <laughs> well, I, yeah, you might you might be onto something, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. Is yes, that, I'm gonna why gonna did they use play mask? This game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's not spoil play this game. It. Let's not spoil it. <laughs> so, okay. Besides the PS4 stuff and the Hotline Miami, I also I, I played a shitload of games this week. I had friends over Saturday night, and when we were done with Smash, we played Dino Crisis and Fear <laughs> Effect interesting
1: dino crisis Ooh. is funny
0: <laughs> and and i know matt's all about that fear effect oh yeah i played it as a kid <laughs> as a kid okay and that rocked
2: my world when all of a sudden <laughs> the portal to hell was opened okay and that
0: shower scene well, let's it, not forget that shower spoilers scene. oh yeah well i was like expecting gratuitous like smut and i ended up getting a kind of actually cool-looking, aesthetically well-developed Cyberpunk universe, (laughs) and also horrible controls that made the game borderline unplayable. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like... Which we came after Dino Crisis, which had tank controls. It was um, my friend Sam's first tank control experience in his whole life because uh, he was born a whole entire three years after us, so um, he missed out on on a very short but glorious era of tank controlling. And we just went straight into it in these two very very tanky tank controlly games that um, were a lot of fun though. Like I I really enjoyed. Dino Crisis, really? but I don't know if I liked Fear Effects so much. I liked its <laughs> aesthetics, but um the controls and the, they were just bleh. They, they, we were playing on hard mode too which probably didn't help things but there's no aim button so what you would do is you would rotate your character into the line of sight of who you want to shoot and then you would press shoot whereas in like a dino crisis or resident evil you hold down an auto aim button and then press your shoot and you're good you don't gotta rotate into line of sight
1: <laughs> i'm surprised you like dino crisis because like i knew i always well, I was knew that it was drunk. like a resident evil ripoff with dinosaurs and, but it's made uh,
0: by Capcom, so they can get away with it.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. um But I always like was curious, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna do a hidden game on this like a while back, and I played it's it, and I was just bad. like, oh god, I don't know. It's it- kind
0: of Ugh. it's kind of like soulless because it is kind of a Resident <laughs> Evil ripoff. They basically said, hey, let's make Resident Evil, but instead of zombies, yeah. Velociraptors. <laughs> And that's exactly what it is, except instead of, like, cool pre-rendered backgrounds that have personality and artistry to them, it's, like, sterile, clean sci-fi hallways. Yeah, just, like, gray facility. Rendered in 3D, which is, like, it's PlayStation 1 3D, which means it's not going to look great. Yeah.
1: I, I remember something so funny from that game, but I don't remember what it was. It's, like, the death of someone, <laughs> or just, like, like they let out the funniest noise. Or the main character's... There's...
0: There's one line that had us cracking up laughing where in the very beginning of the game, right before your first velociraptor jumping through the window is scene, um Spoilers. your character finds a corpse. Well, it's like 20 minutes in. <laughs> your character finds a corpse that's torn in half, it's horrifying, it's there's gore and blood everywhere. Oh no. And your character looks and says, "That's disgusting." Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> I was Oh man. And uh, that's her reaction to seeing a great. dead body. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, George, it's like someone now dropped a salad on the ground yeah. and, and gave her the complete wrong and picked direction up a leaf for that and line. ate it and your character is just like that's disgusting. Well, George, another you know that you've spoiled Dino Crisis. I think you owe the you internet. Completely up. spoil it. Yeah, I owe I owe Jimmy an apology. It's okay, dude. He was planning it's on okay. playing
1: Dino Crisis one day. <laughs>
0: Um, and I also picked. played a couple of, of SNES games. <laughs> I I played Actraiser and Terranigma. Wow. You guys know Never what those heard. are? I uh, no. definitely know what Actraiser is, but
4: not yeah. Terranigma.
0: Actraiser, have you tried it? I have not. Oh. Well, you might be very, very surprised to find out that when you look up Actraiser footage on YouTube, you see a side-scroller. Yes. Something that looks very like Castlevania-ish, a very like slow character, a lot of delays and, and kind of wind ups and cooldowns to his movements. Uh-huh. However, Ectraiser is also a town builder with a a top down vertical shmup element attached to it. Yep. It's uh really kinda cool. I was digging it. I liked that part of the game way better than the side scrolling. So okay, basically true. the way it works, you, you side scroll through this level, you get to a boss at the end of the level, and then you uh, do a little town building sim type situation where you are a little angel character flying above the town, shooting down monsters oh. so that people can populate and live in this area and, and also clog up the monster layers. And during this whole time, you, you, like, you upgrade stuff. Mm hmm. And and you upgrade things that you can build new sections of town with and you find like hidden treasure out in the forest that you fly off to and, and strike with a bolt of lightning with like this little quiver of, of godlike abilities. It
4: was really cool.
0: Yeah, it's really different. Um it's a really weird game. Really I, weird. I was having a blast checking it out. <laughs> uh yeah. Anyways. Um, we are going to take a super quick break mm-hmm. to, uh, to recirculate fluids.
2: First, let's in and drink and some of water. Our systems.
0: Yes, <laughs> of course. Mm. And, uh, ah. then we will be right back and get right into it. We might get to news. We might not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll see you guys soon. Previously on Deadliest Hunters. After 36 days at sea, our relentless heroes work day
4: and
5: night to get through as many traps as possible. Are you kidding me? I do not get it. I mean, what's so deadly about a wee bit of crab fishing? Are they trapping giant sea beasties with deadly venomous fangs or electric fire-breathing creatures with razor blade claws? No, they're catching itty pitty crabbies. I mean, look at them. Ha! Be careful, ladies. One of these things might give you a mighty nasty punch. If you really want to hunt for something deadly, then take a whack at these remarkable creatures. They're all found in the most immense, gorgeous, and hidden places you've ever seen. You want to know where? Africa? South America? No! These amazing hunting grounds can only be found on the Wii. In life, they're hunters, and then they're. Monster hunters, and then there's wee little babies playing for their
3: mom.
0: <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the TOVG podcast. We we're um, were were refilled and recharged and ready. And actually, Jimmy was was telling us during the break about um a very a very shocking <laughs> fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't think you were gonna you, bring it you, up. I, right. I did. I did. You you All bought right. Monster Hunter like. What three weeks ago? Um, let's see. It came out on March. No, not March. February.
4: Let me let me look up the fucking release date. I think it was February twenty seventh. It was. It
0: wasn't long ago. Monster Hunter for Ultimate release date. Uh, because because we need to know in order to hammer home right, this just, shocking right. fact.
4: Uh, well okay. Well, it's saying September fourteenth, but that's not right because that's not Ultimate. <sighs>
0: Come on, am Race? I am I looking this up too? Oh, I'm, dear. I'm just trying to find ultimate. February 10th. Okay, that's like one oh, month yeah, ago. Oh uh, yeah, That's that's the day of the IGN review, which couldn't uh, have been far off. It's yeah, it's
4: 13th February 13th. 13th. Okay, was when it came out. So that is that is ex- less month. Than one month ago.
0: But also it's uh, February, so that means the month ended on a weird date. Right. So it's pretty much almost one, exactly two, four three. weeks ago. Um,
4: and yeah, the, the shocking ago. revelation is that I've clocked 100 hours in Monster 100 Hunter. Hours 100, 100 hours in four weeks. I'm doing
0: some George math. Oh, that's not actually bad. That's 25 hours it's a week. A, it's a little more than a part-time job a week. Yeah, that's that's like <laughs> wow. If you have only been playing Monster Hunter in your leisure time, which which judging by the tweets I've seen, is probably that's the right. case. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That seems kind of <laughs> kind of okay. But either way, I mean, boy, you sure do love the Monster Hunters, huh? It's it's a lot of
4: fun. Uh, I've actually it's funny because the people I've been hunting with um, have played the game much longer than I have. They played uh, like previous Monster Hunters, all the, some of them all the way back to Monster Hunter One, and. The funny thing is that I complain a lot about some of the like the, the word I like to use because I think it's the most fitting is uh, is archaic nature of a lot of the systems in Monster Hunter. Like there there are animations and menus and just like like mechanics that date back to the first Monster Hunter that have not changed at all. Like they're reusing assets from a PlayStation 2 game <laughs> and it's 2015 I I don't mind that, though. PS2 uh, games look really clean and crisp. Here's uh, the thing, though. When it's not good, you change it. (laughs) (laughs) And the problem is is that none of the Monster Hunter fans really care because, you know, anybody who's been with it since the beginning or, you know, wherever you enter the series, uh, everything is the same from since then. Like, the Um, animations for, like, the... Just like, here's, like, a basic one. The animations for the gestures you can make, like waving, uh, fist pump uh the high five like stuff like that and they're not they're they are literally the exact same animations as the first game which is fine because anybody who's played since then it's you know it's now it's nostalgic to them but there are things in the game that are like okay this may have worked in PlayStation 2 days but nowadays we don't want this because this is like you know bad menuing or poor tutorialization or things like that That could be updated and it doesn't need to change so much as it just needs to be freshened up so that it fits modern games and standards so that it's not like shitty because like I was even watching so many Let's Play Monster Hunter someone who loves it and they were like so last episode I just skipped over to these really boring missions because I didn't want you guys to see those and I was like yeah why are the really fucking boring missions in the game still like just make them fun. Are, Are these the eggs? um well there's the not not so much the eggs there's like ones that are like go fishing it's like all right okay but like I like i get some of that stuff but there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm i often complain about like okay why can't you you know i have a box full of a million things like equipment and stuff why can't i select a big chunk of this equipment and move it to a different page why do i have to do it literally one by one on a 12 by 12 grid like page by page in order to organize my box that's counterproductive that's a fucking system that was made in in like early 2000s at the most recent like and my friends who like have played monster hunter a long time they go huh yeah i guess i never really thought about it that is dumb and it's like it's not that it's i'm wrong or anything it's just that nobody thinks about it because they're so used to it and I just wish that anything in the game that wasn't hunting monsters was better, because the hunting monsters part is great. Don't get me I wrong. I mean, that's that's like Dude. the title, right? Exactly. They know exactly what to do. Right? Is monster get the hunter. Fucking
2: monster what do you do in that game? game. Yeah. It's, a, it's because of the grind, Jimmy. You're addicted to the grind. It's just like every other MMO player out there. To be
0: fair, these do <laughs> yeah. kind of sound like problems one would start noticing when when one's playtime inches into that 100-hour territory. No, ask ask my friends. I've been complaining since day one. Okay.
4: <laughs> it's just like, like, there are things where it's like, okay, this person tells me to go get a quest, so I go to the person to get the quest. This person now has five text boxes that get in the way of that quest. Okay, that's fine, because it's a story quest, right? So it, it deserves a little extra attention and some some talking. But then later, like, her, the same person's text boxes... There's still five text boxes in between me and just getting a, a quest. But there's no story stuff now. Now she's just making conversation. But that's dumb and annoying, because I don't want to talk to her. I want to hunt monsters. Like, tiny things like that, that just slow everything down. And then is is it like meaningful talk or something? No, it's it's all like 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 witty banter of like charming characters, I, which th- that like still loses, might have a purpose. Loses the charm real quick, trust me. Okay, it doesn't change out very often, so you get to see the same like two or three things every now and then. Um, but I mean, like I can complain all all I want about it. It's still freaking amazingly fun. I'm still having a blast with it. I'm still playing, you know, several hours a day and uh, <laughs> during during podcasts. Um, is, yeah.
2: is Monster Hunter one of those games... One more question. Is Monster Hunter one of those games where you buy it and everyone for those first five months only play Monster Hunter, but then they don't play it anymore? Or does it have a, a community that stay, sticks with the newest Monster Hunter?
4: Uh, there's definitely a community that sticks with it until the next one comes out, okay. for sure. Um, uh-huh. I think the majority of players fall off at around like the 30 to 50 hour range um you definitely like need a group to help you like get up to the the like infinite play level because there's three ranks in in the multiplayer you can be low rank high rank or g rank i think there might actually be another one in this one i'm not sure don't quote me on that but essentially what it is is low rank and high rank are Mm -hmm. like a progression where you like do harder and harder quests and then once you get to g rank it's like yeah it gets harder and harder but these are like flush across the board like anybody can do G G-Rank quests together and so that's like the long haul of like this is the biggest Uh, and baddest part of the game these are the hardest monsters the craziest conditions and so like they require the most teamwork so like a team of any level can pull it through if they're like if they work well together and so that's when you just like Everyone's G-Rank, everyone hunts whatever today. Like, let's hunt this, let's hunt that. Like, it's not more of like, let's get you to the next rank. It's just like, let's hunt. So that's the part where you hit that and then you're just kind of like, now I can just play this whenever the hell I want all the time. So you hit end game <laughs> just like an MMO. It's kind oh, of endgame. but Jimmy, Jimmy, you're playing MMO. It's fine.
2: It's fine, Jimmy. Just let <laughs> it's it happen. Actually,
0: the line between Monster Hunter and MMO, it's like, it's it's a little blurry. Like it's like it's like calling Diablo an MMO.
4: It's it's a little blurry except for the fact that grinding in Monster Hunter is fun. So
0: <laughs> Well, see, you're talking grinding about in traditional MMOs be MMO. Fun. You're like you're
2: like basically writing the quotes right now. Well, well what I, MMOs let's... aren't traditional? <laughs> a lot of them aren't. There's a lot of them. Okay, They're, Matt. Well, yeah, you are the <laughs> expert hold on, hold on, hold on, uh enlighten us. George, George, how many MMOs have you played? I, I, I played you, Guild Wars Sorry, 1, and then I, I wow, and, and then I played WoW,
0: and then I played Terra. Okay. Here, here's, a, here's the deal.
4: Monster Hunter is similar to an MMO, and I think the worst parts of it are the most similar to an MMO. But oh, I, I think that if it just... Like, the dream for me is that <laughs> they're building Monster Hunter 5 like underground right now for, like, PC or Secret something, Ooh, and, wow. and it's, like, the whole system from the ground up, new graphics, new animations, new everything, and they're like, now, how would we design this if it wasn't for people who were in the fucking 90s? And then, <laughs> and then we get the best game ever. You
0: know, I, I remember a really long time ago, someone on the comments was, like, talking about how glorious Nippon doesn't recycle yearly annualized sequel franchises like Call of Duty. Uh-huh. And then I looked it up, and no, that's totally wrong, because no, yeah, Monster totally. Hunter. And uh, Dynasty Warriors and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, the Musau games. There's, uh, there's a lot there's, of there's recycled There's a new one every year that looks like last year's. Yeah. We just
4: have... Uh, the look of our recycled stuff is just different. They, like, <laughs> exactly. They're still recycled stuff.
0: Our, our recycled stuff are first-person military shooters. Their recycled stuff are third-person hack-and-slashers. Yeah. <laughs> um so okay that oh sorry. I was just going to say different garbage but it's all garbage.
4: But you <laughs> like Monster Hunter? I do. No, I totally do. But there's a big chunk of Monster Hunter that's totally garbage that just needs to just be taken out the trash. <laughs> not not and, taken and out, it just
0: needs to be replaced by something you, that is You hope that they're working in an underground lab for a cure.
4: Yeah. It's not like It's not like uh, using a CRT TV because it has less frame lag and everything. It's just like using a fucking old
0: ass TV where it's like, all right, just
4: get a, just goddamn get a new TV already.
0: And and now I'm like waxing all nostalgic about how great CRT TVs were. (laughs) Um, But okay, there's one last thing I want to gripe about before we head out from the the casual griping cast. Okay. And, And that is with Jordan. Jordan, you've played Outlast, right? Yeah. Yeah, cuz cuz like you're into horror games and we were talking about it earlier. Has anyone else here played through Outlast? Yeah. No, I, I haven't reviewed not. it and everything. Oh, oh, Matt did? Okay. Okay, great. Um then then maybe we can gripe about it cuz I I couldn't stand Outlast. I I don't I played through it just to like get it done, to get my value out of the the game and I just you I, know, God, I wasn't I'm feeling it. I'm not a it. fan
1: of Outlast, but mm-hmm. um It might be just because I'm actually very sensitive to jump scares, but
0: I—that's all it has going for it. Yeah, I
1: would say that uh, jump scares and
0: dong bears. Yeah,
1: here's the thing: it doesn't have much of any uh, uniqueness to its personality or theming. But it's it's just like it's designed like style. Yeah, it's 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 designed in a way that pretty much rips off the engines of amnesia and uh, what's the other game I'm thinking of?
0: Alien Iso might be it but uh, that came out like way later. Oh yeah. Um Penumbra, but that's also like the Amnesia engine. Well,
1: essentially Amnesia, yeah, but it's like it it rips it off but it does it better, more effectively so that it's much harder to play if you're sensitive to jump scares. So it might be the scariest, mm. scariest functioning game but it is not the scariest game ever made. Like
0: but like scary I, <sighs> It's such a cheap way of making a game scary. Like the the whole aesthetics, the creepy abandoned uh, asylum. That's like how how hard did it take for them to think it's, that up? No, yeah, I, the story is the, like the, uh, boring. <laughs> I mean, it's the the, 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 same the monster old... designs, all, all the stuff that jumps out at you. It's it's skeletal naked men with like melty faces oh, like yeah. how how hard was that to think up guys yeah. big ding that's boss. my problem
1: with it is the substance is just too repetitious and like i've seen it before can,
0: can we spoil can we spoil the y- y- game that i do not recommend listeners play through and, I, I, and jimmy I mean, as well
4: i i don't give a fuck about outlast last. <laughs>
0: Okay, good. Because, um, you know, much like in everyone's favorite <laughs> <laughs> milked to death serialized horror franchise, it turns out there's a super high tech secret underground lab at the bottom of the spooky mansion <laughs> with like an old Nazi scientist who gets taken care of by a ghost it is it's like it tries to get into weird places but does it in like the most uncreative the wall schlocky, grindhouse oh, garbage way like, yeah was
1: i the only one who like really wanted the wall rider to be a much more interesting creature too right no it's this just, just like, a ghost literally just a yeah, ghost this, monk, this <laughs> god it builds up like a lovecraftian god that they're worshiping basically it's just this fucking like pale floaty cloud man <laughs> Basically,
0: the secret project was to make ghosts like spooky or and and more dangerous than than they already would have been. Like the. I, come on guys can't make you think, think of a, a cooler spookier. secret evil project yes so, so the, there, the secret evil scientists in the bit in the basement their whole evil science project is making this ghost that apparently exists and was spooking people in the mountains to actually like manifest it into reality and make it more a more dangerous entity in the world so what you're saying is that the plot of the game is also <laughs> the business pitch
4: of the game
0: yes I uh, also, now that I think about it, when the the ghost has a theme song that you hear whenever you spot the ghost or whenever the ghost (laughs) chases after you, and it (laughs) is no, 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 guess what it is? Okay, what is it? Real, (laughs) (laughs) serious. I am not (laughs) kidding, Jordan, Matt. Am I (laughs) wrong? I don't remember, I don't remember that. I, I just, like look it up look look up wallrider music outlast <laughs> you will hear like granted it will sound kind of spooky because it's not just me in a room kind of laughing and giggling going ooh but it is that it, it is ooh noises well, it, all, it all
1: stems from like the same stuff I mean if you hear like a dark ambient just like it I don't know it all <laughs> no. comes from our original like what we originally found scary when we were first coming up with these noises But um, what I'm trying to say about Outlast is that I've never found a game more difficult to play as far as my, like, sensitivity to fear goes. Oh,
3: really? I
1: can't play it, which I can because I became desensitized to it when I was trying to review it. But, yeah, I haven't found a scarier game. And I hate to say that because I don't like Outlast and I don't consider it the scariest game. But for me, the hardest to play. Like, it's designed pretty well.
4: Yeah, I I guess that's interesting uh, to think about it in that in that way because I would definitely say amnesia is one of the scariest games I've ever played But also I was able to play through amnesia whereas like certain other horror games like I started them up and I was like "Eh, (laughs) Like I'm I'm actually just too tense to play this like right I I just don't want to play this because I'm so tense from it But I I wouldn't necessarily call that scary. I would just call it like uh, off-putting.
1: I was it
0: was tiring for me, tiring, that's a good one. Yeah. I could oh, admit
1: something could've... really embarrassing.
0: <laughs> What's that? What's that? I am
1: so sensitive to jump scares, and I don't really like mention this on my channel because it kind of like contributes to me being the type of horror guy I don't want to be. Right. But uh, I actually can't play Five Nights at Freddy's without feeling nauseous and turning the game off. <laughs>
4: Dang. <laughs> like, even Ooh.
1: with how I've played it like billions of times too, and I just I never become desensitized to it because I can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it fi- is
2: Five Nights at Freddy's 3 has a lot of those moments where he might jump scare you and he's like running off to the corner and then running yeah. away like off screen every single time yeah. and then you know it's coming but yet it still scares the hell out of you.
4: You know what? I got to say that game has some really like okay, that game has some pretty bad jump scares like Five Five Nights 3 and by bad I mean like I super like big get you. Three. Um, but the The main bad guy, Springtrap, his jump scares are so lackluster. Oh yeah, He just they like are, right. Yeah. He just like pops up and he I mean, doesn't even pop he's up. Like, he's like, hey, what's up? He's a few feet. <laughs> he's a few feet away and he's like, he like leans in. He's like, hey, how and you then doing? The, the game and it's ends. tragic because he's how such a well designed, like, good looking <laughs> monster. Doing. They could have. Oh yeah, uh, he's creepy as hell. the The worst is when he's in the doorway. Like in front of the little like the Freddy, and he's like peeking around, and you oh, like right. you know it's up, it's over, <laughs> and, and you just have to like stare at him and like well. well
1: not not it. only did I think he was wasted uh, with how scary he looked, but I also think uh, the idea of this like white two headed Foxy, the Mangle crawling around yeah. on the ceiling was a fucking golden idea. And yeah. the Mangle is probably the least scary monster in that game because you can always tell when he's there.
4: Yeah, uh, it makes me. Sad. Well, you know, yeah. he's trying to cash yeah, in just, that money.
2: Trying to catch that. M-
4: oh, I don't know. I got. I gotta say, he's uh, Five Nights series is not not too bad. It's pretty smart. They're, none of them I play the same, which is
2: cool. It.
4: I I wanted to say something
2: about Outlast, uh, but I couldn't get in. Oh, um, sorry. But go Outla- for it. Outlast is. I, I played it. I I don't know if I necessarily hated it. Uh, this one. Of the, this one of those horror games that I actually finished. Because I don't really care for horror games much, well, really, because really they don't really, short. they don't really, yeah, I, I kind of like horror games short. I don't, I don't need right. Alien Isolation, okay? <laughs> I don't need it. I love that game. I
4: really do. But man, 24-hour horror.
2: Yeah, there's like mm-hmm. that third half,
4: that third half that's just really <laughs> long. Just <laughs> third half? I mean, that's actually a good way yeah, to describe third it. Half. Third half. Third half. Third <laughs> half. That's exactly <laughs>
2: that's... It, But it, Outlands... it
4: ended, it ended six hours ago and it just kept going. <laughs> it just kept going. <laughs>
2: with with Outlast there's some there's some interesting characters some of them don't you know they don't develop at all, and they could have done a lot more with it. Um, like they introduce characters
0: guy. who you like kill five minutes but, later. But I
2: like like the doctor guy. I that's one of my favorite horror characters. I don't. They kill him off five minutes after you oh, meet okay. him. It doesn't matter. I still like the character. <laughs> okay. I still like the. Guy. Okay. I love that character. And I the censor bar brother. I'm not censor bar brother. Sorry. The the two the sensor bar <laughs> brother. Sorry, it's a joke. It's a joke I made I and it's what you're in my brain. About, yeah. yeah it, it the two bald huge guys. <laughs> who That's had their, their slog, name. Their sausages out. <laughs> yeah, they're just like mumbling <laughs> to each other. Like, I thought that was interesting. I don't see. I didn't see that mm-hmm. in other horror games and I thought it they did something cool. They started strong.
0: Remember when you climb out the window right in front of them and they like sarcastically say, oh, he vanished. Yeah. I wonder where he could be. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> Later on in the game though, they just show up. They don't say anything. They don't really make an event out of it. And in the beginning they had kind of like a Tweedledee Tweedledum thing yeah. going on. Oh, it kind of failed. You know what's funny is the like, end.
1: um I've heard a lot of people like talk about how LS scares them a lot more than amnesia because the monsters talk. And maybe it's just because I'm like scared of really stupid things but I've always felt like it's <laughs> much scarier than people being like I'm gonna get you." like I can't yeah they say talking. really
0: stupid things it makes me I laugh think when, you, when you run away from the doctor and get away he says no one likes a quitter <laughs> yeah, I know. and I'm like I love it. sitting there in the corner and I'm like am I supposed to be scared like by that he, he sounds like someone's dad dude I, I no one could, likes a
2: quitter soon like you're walking outside the door <laughs> when the doctor is like walking around he's like oh well, hey there everybody and oh. he just he just <laughs> comes at you. It's just so freaky, dude. <laughs> buddy. Think, uh, buddy and he's just running. Oh god. By, by, by the doctor gay, man.
1: By the doctor you mean the guy that tries to torture you, right? Yes, yes.
4: Oh, yeah, he cuts yeah. off I like you your finger. Too. He was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think on on that note, uh the thing I find scary is not necessarily like what the thing or whatever is chasing you saying is saying, but I find that Just knowing that something is aware of me is like the scariest thing in horror stuff. Like, okay, I played Fear 2 a while back, and that game's pretty bad. But it had some pretty good horror spots that weren't like jump scares that were like... (laughs) Okay, there was one part where I was like, oh, go collect this tape over there. And I collected it, and then it jump scared me. I was like, well, thanks for rewarding me. Fuckers, but um, there was one Because a jump scare is w- a punishment. Right, yeah You did something it, it like good, fuck you. It like hurts physically yeah. It stresses your nerves Um, But I, I went and like, like Explored like a bathroom and found a body And like got some information And I turned around and In the doorway, because the doorway was like Like on the, it wasn't I wasn't like staring out the doorway, I was staring at the door Which was on the side of the wall, if that makes sense So it was like, mm-hmm. I would have to walk And turn left to go out of it, but halfway in the door was alma staring at me and then disappears and it's just like fuck when someone knows i'm here and she's over there and that's the way i have to go like that was the scariest thing for me not that she was around because i knew she was around but that it was like i see you i'm you're, watching you're, you you're I'm being aware. watched yeah yeah the white knight that's the worst
2: when i was talking about the white knight it's like a survival uh-huh. horror i actually played it and there's this part where it's just a ghost standing with its back towards you in this room and you have to go in that direction and it's mm-hmm. just standing there and y- you know you could walk around the room you know collectibles and stuff but it's just standing uh-huh. there waiting with his back turned like oh it doesn't notice that you're there sure it doesn't sure it doesn't yeah oh yeah. my gosh and, and as soon as you, you get know? close it goes yeah and it's just like, <laughs> chasing <laughs> after you and it's oh chases you outside you know, of the room basically and Terrifying. no one likes
0: a quitter <laughs> <laughs> it's an uh, unfortunate fact of life but yeah. uh, unfortunately we all have to have to be quitters now <laughs> and, uh, and wrap this thing up yes um, so one very very brief minor announcement is that um, we are changing the forums out on the TOVG forums to a new system on March 31st the Mm -hmm. switch should happen immediately the uh, new system is gonna be nice they're gonna be incorporating it with the comments as well so I guess hopefully no more Facebook I mean I'm not totally in the know about this stuff but Uh, The bad news is that it will delete all of our current posts, which means the Q&A thread will go away forever. However, I have kept an archived copy of it that we will dive into next week Mm -hmm. for uh, the old questions that will not survive the transition. They will still live on in next week's podcast. Um, until then, though, be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes, share us around, tell us what you think, and there will be a new Q&A thread up on the new forums when they go up on the 31st and ask us stuff. Mm-hmm. Do that. Hopefully we'll have more time next week, but until then, we have to head out. Yep. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. <sighs> Bye. 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 Bye.